0: Hey Arissa.
1: Welcome to Hey Julia, a podcast about Big Brother and Survivor and the ultimatum, whatever <laughs> that is.
0: Oh, you're going to find out. You Maybe Dan- you wish
1: you <laughs> wouldn't, but you will find out. Danielle's been obsessed with it, is going w- to spend time on it this week.
0: I mean, I had to stop watching it to come up here and do this podcast. It was 3.55 p.m., East coast time. And I'm watching this episode and I'm like, Oh fuck, I got to stop this to go do a podcast and talk about this. How much ultimatum is there? There's a lot. I mean, I don't know how many episodes I'm on episode five. Okay. So I don't know. I'm not sure how many in total, but <laughs> I don't know how they're going to run out of content with this idea. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'd like to start with big brother. If that's okay. Please,
0: No, let's please do that. Because I also took, I, I watched three episodes in a day And during at least least like two thirds of the episodes, my baby was crying. So I had to go back and rewatch those episodes to fully understand what was going on. I'm still not sure I have a total grasp on it. I also just think that the gameplay is so messy that it's hard to... There isn't really a through line anyway. Correct me if I'm wrong.
1: There is a through line. And that is that there is a power thruple in this house. And they go by the name of Marty, Helena and Kevin.
0: Okay, but are they actually a a very stable? Are they a very stable alliance? Because to me, it seems like Kevin would throw Marty under the bus at any point.
1: Kevin thinks Marty is an idiot, and yeah. it's great. It's fantastic. So, to
0: watch. is it more of a? It's a thing where, like, maybe. Kevin will bring Marty as his final two because he knows that he'll win against him. Is it that kind of thing?
1: I don't know because Marty's won a bunch of comps though. Like Marty's not really a great person to take to the end. I was thinking like, I mean, Marty definitely has a target on his back. Gino does not trust him, which means JC Lynn doesn't trust him. Moose is going to be out for revenge on Marty. Um, That being said, Marty has, you know, he's, he's, gotten a, he's got a on out. He got a really big target out. He's won a let's bunch just, of comps.
0: Let's call I, it like it is. Marty's doing great for a man with bad knees and a bad shoulder. That was so <laughs> funny. That was so funny. A 42-year-old <laughs> man.
1: <laughs> I was thinking, though, as I was watching the episode, uh, the Thursday night episode, I was like, if Marty wins, which is in the cards. It's on the cards. Would he be, like, one of the messiest winners ever?
0: Yeah. His gameplay
1: is so not good, but (laughs) he's kind of like Mr. Magooing, like Forrest Gumping his way through this game.
0: Yeah, I was having this thought. I was like, as I was watching his HOH reign and how he would talk to people in the HOH room, including Summer and Kevin, I was like. Does something change in your brain once you reach a certain age, where like you can just be really having no a conversation, soon. and then suddenly you're yelling at someone?
1: Because <laughs> like we really know soon enough.
0: They, yeah, this is truly, and maybe I'll be fast tracked because I feel like I'm getting older by the minute. But um, but it's like he was having perfectly fine conversations with Summer and kevin but then just couldn't stop himself from being like this is not my game i'm a good man or whatever like whatever <laughs> it was it was so
1: so intense another thing he kept doing this week he kept being like all right put your feet up on the on the <laughs> table or whatever <laughs> i'm sorry I, like turned into some sort of animated frog from la a, la. yeah sorry, I, I, don't do, I don't do french and i don't do french canadian uh how about you just stop saying that to people? <laughs> There's not that many people left in the house. We're already in jury. Like, just stop promising people safety all week, especially people who you're not working with. Like, yeah. Herman, <laughs> Herman feels justified in being like, Marty, you're a backstabber. You're the head <laughs> of the snake. That was fun.
0: That was a good big brother moment for uh, Herman to tell Marty, like, I want you to look into that camera and say, I'm a backstabber. <laughs> so-
1: So good. Yeah. Marty, just just stop promising everybody safety and then having to go back on it because of the actual mechanics of the game. Like, isn't that what your lesson was from your previous HOH and... You know, basically, and then having Gino put you up as this kind of like, he's bringing back all the honor retaliation. He's bringing, he said something to suck
0: again at one point when he was mad.
1: Summer said that too.
0: (laughs) Okay. That part I thought was very fun. Yeah. When Summer, I know we're jumping all over the place, but when Summer goes to his room to chat with him, they're having a perfectly fine conversation, but then he turns on her because Jess told him that Summer said, that it'd be good to put him up and backdoor him when they were having their Wendy's feast. <laughs> and Jess was, and Jess, Jess told Marty, like, oh, I had to offer her a fry dipped in frost seed <laughs> to throw her off the scent. All I could think, because they kept being like, at our Wendy's dinner. I didn't say that at the Wendy's dinner. When we were eating our Wendy's, I was like, Wendy's must be so happy right now. This whole fight is all pre- like because of. The delicious the spicy chicken. And you
1: sandwich. know what? They cut back to that Wendy's dinner. <laughs> and Summer didn't say that. Summer she
0: didn't, was actually, And I was I was so glad they even they she, did it in a funny way because she was like, you know what? Roll the tape because I didn't say that. And then they cut to her in the, at the Wendy's dinner. Yeah. No, she didn't say that. She said, like, I don't even want to think about that yet.
1: Yeah. She literally is like, Marty is someone I'm not thinking about putting up.
0: Right, but Jess read it as, I don't know if Jess misheard. Marty is
1: someone ellipses I'm thinking about putting up.
0: Right. But she did, to be fair, Jess did immediately after that offer her a fry dipped in frosty. That part was true.
1: Have you had, have you dipped a fry in a frosty?
0: We discussed this back when I did my Wendy's <laughs> when you, pilgrimage yeah. <laughs> to the ATM Wendy's in Canada. I
1: have no. doesn't sound like you have no okay
0: i haven't i think i've thought about it
1: you sound like a boy being asked if he's like a have virgin ever touched a girl's boobs yeah. <laughs> yeah. i um you know
0: i mean not for a, like it's been quite a while i don't remember <laughs> i don't remember <laughs> i don't recall <laughs> uh, oh so, that was the other thing i I always saw a licorice pizza. Okay, go on. Oh, we got we
1: got to talk about <laughs> licorice pizza. Got to talk severance here. Oh God. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, keeping it back to the the first episode, man, we were quite close to just being saved. Quite. I thought that was really an exciting kind of TikTok of events where. Who was it? Josh and Betty and Marty and Kevin and Helena are like, are we going to flip this thing? Yeah, let's let's flip this thing.
0: Yeah, Um, it was a lot to take in because I just had no inkling of any of this last week when the actual vote and stuff went down.
1: So, no, I mean, and all that happened kind of in the in the the live show. The one thing that was really missing for me, obviously, I understand why they didn't have it, but. It would have been great to pull Jess back in and mm-hmm. be like, Jess, can you give us like four DRs of what you're thinking as this is going on? Right. It's like, it's a television show. Like just, you yeah, have just say DRs, it. Whatever. yeah, Like that would have been fun because the one person we're not hearing from during this really exciting, like half hour of, of an episode, which is a- about just like seven minutes in real time, uh, was, was uh, Jess was gone, obviously, um, but I, I think it was great, and then the reveal of the two people—it was just so great because we watched the episode last Thursday. Uh, Marty and and Helena really, really, um, kind of regretfully vote to save Jess, and we did not know this concept. It's like Rashomon. It's like watching the you know, like the behind the scenes all over again, and um, to think that three people. Especially Betty who went really confidently into her vote. She was like, oh, yeah. I'm voting out Jess. Like, <laughs> see you later. Happy ha- Happy Birthday to my friends back home. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, it it was uh it was just such an exciting series of events to watch. And then for Marty to immediately come out of it and be like, They were walking me right into a trap. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. And it it just I, I never would have had any clue. I know I sort of said this already. I would never would have had any clue. That's how it went down because I was like, obviously, it's going to be Jess. There is no doubt in oh, anyone's yeah. mind. Right. So it was a very interesting behind the scenes.
1: It would have been really exciting if we saw those five people vote to oh, save Jess. God. Oh, my God. In that moment, I would have been I would have been screaming. But yeah. Um, <laughs> And then Marty just just going on to Marty gameplay it's like this was such a Marty week like even more so than his disastrous first HOH like they're they Gino's trying to figure out who voted against him and it was Marty and Helena (laughs) and Marty's like he eventually just tells Gino and then eventually he just says it to everybody he's like hey (laughs) it's like oh my god Helena's like going crazy like oh my god
0: (laughs) But he also... So he wins HOH. Or sorry, is there anything else?
1: From before? Monday?
0: Yeah. Monday? I do have one. It's a weird... Okay. I
1: have a little thing. It's like not a, a gameplay thing. It's, a, it's more in our wheelhouse. Okay. The vote is over. Gino is saved. Gino walks into the pantry with some of the dudes. And he's like, I want to find out who those two votes are. Opens up the fridge... Takes a hit from the canister of the whipped cream <laughs> directly into his mouth.
0: I don't remember this part, but oh my god, that is well, not okay. It,
1: that's not okay. That's what my question is: Is that okay, or like basically you shared enough like saliva with everybody in the house?
0: I mean, everyone, like, even not if you're okay. not like,
1: yeah, that's just not okay.
0: I think that's not okay behavior. No, when you're not in a romantic relationship with everyone in that house. You know?
1: Okay. No. Someone
0: wants to use... Only one, yeah. Yeah. Someone else wants to use that whipped cream on their Sunday morning waffles with berries (laughs) and maple syrup. They don't want your lips, your spit all over that waffle too. Disgusting. Disgusting.
1: Yeah. I mean, it was like a pretty dry-lipped scenario.
0: (laughs) But I will say, I kind of appreciate like... I got to get a hit of that whipped
1: cream before I can do anything else. <laughs> I didn't else. know if it was about the whipped cream or if it was about like the, don't people like they huff the gas like there's like, kind of this propellant oh, gas yes, where if you yes. if you press the nozzle in such a way no whipped cream comes out but the propellant comes out and you feel an effect.
0: Yes. And it's also that canister can be used to hide dino DNA and take it dino off the DNA. island. <laughs> <laughs> as long as you don't get caught in a rainstorm and then an escaped dinosaur finds you in your car and spews acid at you.
1: Kids, that's from a movie from a long time
0: ago. <laughs> uh, shout out that's my Spielberg. Note.
1: Thank shout out uh Wayne Wayne Knight.
0: <laughs> shout out Wayne Knight. Yeah, what a great man. Great actor. <laughs> um, is he still alive?
1: Yeah. He's okay. Yeah, of course. Okay, great. I didn't see Space. What's it called? Space Jam Two: The Next Legacy. (laughs) He should have been in it.
0: He's okay. He's alive. He's fifty. He's sixty-six years old.
1: And he's a Leo.
0: And he's worth eight million dollars. (laughs)
1: <laughs> For
0: my favorite G- website, CelebrityNetWorth.com. <laughs> it's funny
1: because I, I type in the celebrity and it always says two things like the autocorrect always says celebrity name wife and then celebrity name net worth. Like, why does it think I want to know about their wife or their net worth?
0: <laughs> wife guy. Is he a wife guy? I think he's worth way more than eight million. Hello, Seinfeld. The
1: Seinfeld. Residuals, but he's actually only on a. When you look up the amount of episodes of Seinfeld and the amount he was on, he was actually only on kind of a a, a relatively small amount of them.
0: Still, and but he still, was on Third Rock from the Sun. That's was he? two network shows that are in syndication. He's oh, making yeah. more than eight million books. Oh yeah.
1: Oh yeah. Let me tell you. Maybe he's. uh Maybe he lost it like betting.
0: But yeah, the Cayman um, Islands, something like that. Yeah, or the bubble, the dot-com bubble. Um, yeah, he was a big <laughs> pets dot-com guy. <laughs> so, Marty was thinking about nominating Moose, but Moose talks him out of it.
1: I mean, Moose was good at saving his own ass and also yeah. saving Marty's. Like, it was a stupid yeah. move to put up Moose. It was a bad Moose. idea.
0: It was a bad idea. It had no, like, I don't get how... No one calls out the bullshit. Well, I guess they do actually. Never mind. Like the weird reasons I'm doing finger quotes that people mm-hmm. give sometimes for yeah. their nominations or vetoes. We'll get to Kevin's <laughs> later. <laughs> but but so Marty think was thinking about nominating news. So he wanted to backdoor Josh. Or backdoor Herman. I don't know. What was it? But he knew he wanted to put up Betty and either Betty and Josh.
1: Betty and he wanted Betty and like those were his targets. But he right. wanted no he wanted to put up Josh and Moose together cuz he wanted to guarantee someone would take themselves down right. so he could put up Betty. And Moose right. is like why just did you put just put up. Betty yeah. up? <laughs> Betty can't win a competition. Like she, Betty's just going to stay up. She's not going to win anything. Yeah. And then if you know, uh, yeah, I, uh, it was so stupid. It was it was very bad. But yeah, Moose is right to just. Yeah, him and,
0: and Marty actually listened to him.
1: <laughs> and then in Marty's speech, he's like, oh, I'm nominating Josh and Betty for these reasons. And by the way, um, I'm calling out every anyone who would want to backdoor me because I'm old. <laughs> yeah. Why?
0: But his speech was so weird because it was like, if you can't. Yeah, it's like, if you can't get me out the honorable way, I'm an old man with bad knees and a bad shoulder.
1: Why would you take that time to just throw a shot across everyone else? Like you nominated two people and you're also going to be like, you know what? Everybody else. I'm also coming for you as well. <laughs> like, uh, yeah.
0: I also didn't like I the like Josh to
1: minimize. The whole right. point is to minimize the blood.
0: <laughs> don't come after me or I'll, I'm already mad about it. Um <laughs> Josh doesn't know what a backdoor is. Like people don't understand Nobody what does. a backdoor are, is. I mean Josh is like how could you say that about a backdoor when you just did a backdoor on me? No, putting you up initially is not a backdoor. <laughs> like, what like, what are you all talking about?
1: I know, I know. Te- like, people still get into fights on this on, Like, Technically a backdoor is if they don't get nominated the first time and yeah. they also do not play veto.
0: If you don't have the chance to save yourself.
1: Yes, oh my
0: God. Oh my God. We're um, in some ways we are not casuals. We are super fans. Just a yeah. reminder to everyone.
1: <laughs> we have to get to this week in SpawnCon. Danielle, can you tell me about partycasino dot fun?
0: <laughs> okay. It's not, it's actually you can't gamble on it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just games. <laughs>
1: was just flash
0: games. Yes, it's just games. You are not. If you look at the fine print of any, of any of the um like commercials or whatever, because I was like, what the hell is this? I went and looked it up. Yeah, you can't actually play any money on it because you can't. It's very. I think it's I'm almost impossible right to get a gambling app on the app store. Or Google Play. They're very, very <laughs> harsh on rules about anything that isn't gambling.
1: It's so, just like these like Flash game uh, slot machines. Yeah. And I already have a balance of 50000
0: Yeah. That's how they get you. First one's free, but the house always
1: wins. No, but I mean, how do they even make money? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> just like ads just like pop-up it's a ads? slot
0: yeah it must be it's, it's your free casino
1: app. yeah it's just you can play a slot you can just play like fakes <laughs> super duper crazy chicken i don't know but they're spending their entire
0: advertising budget on big brother canada whoa
1: <laughs> i are thought you... i was like okay wow Canada's getting into the betting apps
0: are you not going to ask me what the shaw festival is
1: what the what festival? Oh, you haven't been getting those commercials. I don't get well. I don't get commercials on on the BB can. Oh
0: well, there's party. Website. Okay. Oh well, I do when when I watch, <laughs> but I watch on Global TV, but that, so that's probably why. But No, now- I'm
1: watching on the website, which kind of has a a very tenuous relationship with the idea of working or playing full episodes <laughs> without stopping every thirty seconds. <laughs>
0: Sounds like a Canadian built product, <laughs> um, but so the the commercials are PartyCasino.Fun and the Shaw Festival, which is Canada's Canada's Stratford, which we also have a Stratford, but it's it's Canada's um, theater festival. It's very oh, snooty.
1: It's like Edinburgh. Oh, it's snootier than en- Edinburgh's. Like oh
0: no, it's not sturdy. fun and hip. No, 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 no. It's, oh no, it's like it's the. What's that <laughs> what's like, that fucking Oscar Wilde play? Um, the importance of being earnest. That's a good play though. <laughs> oh, it's a good play. But it's like so snooty. The Shaw Festival. It's like okay. all the commercials are like now at the Shaw Festival. The Im- 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 imitable Oscar Wildes.
1: The Michael importance of Meyer being <laughs> is Uncle Vanya. Cannabis. <laughs> <laughs> Cannabis <Canada's, Canada's> greatest. <laughs>
0: Okay, and anyway back to Big Brother. <laughs> I've been to the shop vessel. It's very good, but it is like takes itself real seriously. Um, <laughs> so so Marty does his nominations. Guess who's mad? Betty? <laughs> well, everyone's kind of mad. <laughs> Betty, every week, Betty delivers. You know, she truly is living the Yolo lifestyle business, Betty. <laughs>
1: she's gonna get far in this game. She I, is. I
0: she's very amusing to watch. Um, so she's mad at Marty. Um, everyone's pretty much mad at Marty.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Um, here, I want to get into the veto comp. Yeah. Because for the first time in my recollection, we had someone lose because they don't speak English (laughs) as the first language.
0: Um, was there
1: a penalty, a penalty for French speakers?
0: You know, that's a good point. That is a good point because it's all fun and games to just act as if Gino is a dummy, a gorgeous dummy who doesn't know how to Which spell. Which he is a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. But it it's fair that like there are different ways of spelling things, English and French. So I didn't even think about that, honestly. I was just like, LOL. Nominize. <laughs> <laughs> but so, yeah, Gino flops it and our man Kevin wins. So good. He is good. He's also really good at because I can't tell because you know I watched three episodes in one day and I try to fill in some blanks from Twitter accounts, but it's hard to find. I can't tell if Kevin is as good as he is making himself out to be in the DRs. I just sort of have to take his word for it in the DRs. But from the way he narrates and the way he lets us in as the as the audience, he really makes it seem like everything is his idea. He's running the show. He's taking credit for everything. And I'm like, I mean, I do see him putting in work, but is he really running the show that much? Or is he just smart enough to know that, oh, I should tell the audience about how much I'm doing this?
1: I think that's part of the package. And I think we are seeing that play out really strongly here in his first goodbye message to a jury member. Yeah. I think he is as aware of the. D, the game that is played in the DR as much as 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 he is the game that is played in the house and in the competitions. Uh, granted, nobody sees the DR other than the audience, and for one person who's leaving, they see one. Maybe they see one DR from you as they're voted out. Right. Um. I think he. I. You're right. I'm. Yeah. Maybe he's not like fully maneuvering all these things behind the scenes, but he is really able to convey that in the DR with interesting, unique, original, non-scripted DRs. So they're going to go to him because his DRs are good. And he's t- he is telling the audience... He's been telling them since his intro video... He's our
0: narrator, yeah.
1: I'm the mastermind. This is my mastermind edit. And he's doing that. He did that all the way through this week and in Herman's goodbye video. And I... At first, I was like, "Man, this guy's like so wild. I love him. He's great. Yeah. I don't know if he's gonna win, but I don't know, man. Like, if he delivers a CR like that to everybody as they go out of the game, and he does make it to the final two or three, there are gonna be a bunch of people who discuss in Jury House." man he was pulling all the strings the entire time and even if he doesn't have that many comp wins he might he might deserve it so that's part of the game as well and he's doing really well at that too
0: yeah yeah he's he's just really good i was like is he the best player ever (laughs) because not only is he good he's he's pretty amusing like he he doesn't really engage that much in fights like but for some reason people do like to fight with him. I guess mainly Betty.
1: <laughs> but, but that's over. <laughs> Betty loves him now. I
0: know Betty loves him now. That was so funny. Um and I'm still I'm hoping that those two crazy kids can work it out and get together.
1: And then even her Herman, like after her mom gets the the nominate nominated he kind of goes up to Kevin It's like what's the deal? Did you know? Did you not know? And Kevin's like I knew. It's a game move. I knew. Yeah. I'm not going to tell you. I like it, but I'm not going to tell you anything else. Right. What can you what? say to that?
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what can you say? Even come on, the car
1: salesman. That's a confident move, and that's a, like that's a hard thing to do because you want you know humans want other humans to feel good, so you're going to say, "Oh no," so you know. Right. Just say nothing. Just say nothing.
0: That's the. That's what we always come back to actually, is saying nothing. Um. Yeah. So. Kevin wins the veto and takes down Josh and put and so then party again gives a very bad <laughs> speech and it's like Herman I want you to dance your way over to the couch like you did on my friend just you disrespect the game of Big Brother do it again and Herman does not dance cuz he doesn't do it upon request he does it when yeah. he feels the music
1: yeah well, he does it when he feels he wants to, like, stunt on someone. Yeah, and it could be like disrespectful to other people to dance.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um. So Herman, the the game is set, game set match. Herman, we know, not long for this world. Because why would you get out, Betty, when you can get out, Herman?
1: Yeah, pretty much. I mean, very. <laughs> God bless the producers. They did a really good job of trying to convince us that actually Betty was going home. They tried, but I, no. I wasn't too convinced. No, her mom even Moose voted against her mom. It was that was an easy one.
0: Okay, wait, 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 really quick. But also yeah, yeah. Kevin's POV speech
1: oh, when he was he, like,
0: he, "Yeah, I'm a superstitious person. I don't walk on the cracks on the sidewalk, <laughs> and for and for that reason, because every time the veto has been used." I don't want to break that streak so I have to use it because I'm superstitious superstitious. That was the reason he gave. I was like this is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. And if
1: anyone if anyone actually believes this as the reason, they deserve to lose. I don't think anyone does. Yeah. I think he knows that stating an actual reason would be detrimental to his game because he would be showing his cards. So the producer's like, "Well, you have to say you're, you have to say who you're nominating. What's the reason? <laughs> so just give a fake reason."
0: Yeah, it was goofy, goofy AF. Um, yeah, that's all I had to say about the POV. That, I mean, that's
1: that's kind of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know,
0: you know, you want to know something true. Yes, <laughs> I don't know who won I O H.
1: I don't know any of the spoilers.
0: No, I would know you, the spoilers. Would you care to fill me in?
1: Uh, do we have any BB questions first? Let me check really quick.
0: Um, we had a lot. People have won a lot of thoughts on things not related to BB. <laughs> okay, from one
1: River, <laughs> <laughs> I understandably like
0: <laughs> if not her mom. BB
1: Canada's not that popular. <laughs>
0: <laughs> who would you have liked to see leave this week? What was a question. Mom. Sorry, if, if not, not her, her mom, mom, yeah. Who, who would, would you like to see?
1: Yeah. Um, you know, like Gino is boring. Gino's, like really boring to me. Yeah,
0: he is boring. I mean, Gino and J.C. Lin. Honestly, I co- I find Josh kind of boring too. I kind of wish he would. Josh, just we've go. said
1: Josh is boring all yeah. year. I think Josh. I Josh is actually growing on me a bit. I actually like if you were just like. Guns in my head, who wins BB Canada? I think I would probably vote Josh.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I mean, I, I really think it is kind of a tie-up between like seven people right now. Right. Um Summer, I really like is a great character. I don't know what she does, though. Like, Helena was like really kind of floating for a while, and then you're like, oh wow, Helena's actually really like strategically tied to two of the bigger players in the game and really has like a share of a voice with with Kevin and with with Marty. Um Summer, we obviously saw Summer a couple weeks ago pull the strings on Gino to not to to just to be like, yo, just rip the band-aid off and get out. Kyle. Um so I, I don't know. I, I still like her a lot, but sometimes I'm like, what are you doing? I mean, even in this veto competition like before the competition, Marty's like, "Yeah, I don't know if maybe you might be a a renom candidate." And then she goes and she th- she throws the competition again. I'm like, "What? Why?" She even says, "Like, yeah, Marty told me that I could be nominated, but I'm just gonna throw this to Gino right now." It's <laughs> like, "What?" Yeah, I just don't get what she's doing half of the time. I don't she's extra- incredibly li- well liked. She- Hell, she could really win it just on. By virtue of just being like really fun and well liked, sometimes yeah. I just don't get what she's doing game wise. And I don't really know I don't' really know who her out al- like her close allies are anymore because like Marty and Kevin and Helena, like, that's a tight thing. Betty and Josh seem like kind of a tight thing. Gino and Jay obviously a tight thing. I guess she can kind of pair up with Moose, who she has been working with throughout the game. I wouldn't call it them having the the strongest connection. Yeah. Moose was obviously much tighter with like some of the guys who have left the game. Um, but I don't know.
0: You're right. I, she's kind of she's kind of played herself by not having anyone that she is who she would truly go to bat for. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah, like she's a really good social player, but she also doesn't have, she's the person who has like 40 friends and can be busy every single night of the week, but might not have like the close bestie, you know? Right. Maybe I i don't have the right read of that situation.
0: No, I am I, don't, only a, I, I am only either.
1: a casual, but. Yeah, I haven't noticed um, either. So we are going to spoil, oh, I'm going to spoil for Danielle. Please do. What, what has happened? I'm curious. It is Sunday afternoon. Canada, uh, bonsoir. Gino, <laughs> is your HOH? Oh, mon Dieu. <laughs> Saint Saint <de> bleu. Bleu. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Who will he be nominating?
1: <laughs> and interestingly enough, he nominates Summer and Moose. Mm. And the veto ceremony has been played the competition has not ha- or the ceremony has not happened yet but mark one up for my girl cuz helena has won a competition
0: good for her good for her we needed we needed her to get a little win under her belt yeah it can't for all be sure kevin like winning stuff and claiming himself the strategic mastermind
1: so i think um poor kevin's back is going to get cracked or whatever i don't really see a scenario which Helena uses the veto really like she's not aligned with Summer and Moose at all. Yeah. Like Gino's obviously not going to put up JC Lynn. May a person he could put up would be Marty, but she's working closely with Marty and that leaves Kevin who she's working closely with Josh who she's working with and Betty who she has a pretty good relationship with, you know. So
0: Yeah. I think I, it's I, curtains I, for Moose.
1: I would Im- I would imagine so. Unless maybe people were just like, oh wow, summer's got such a social game. Um, I don't know. I, I would guess curtains for Moose as well. I haven't yeah. been uh, keeping up with the feeds or anything, but
0: that's what um, I would do.
1: So that's your that's your BB update for the week. Um shall we get into Survivor or yeah. Let's Ultimate? do Survivor.
0: Let's do, we'll let's do Survivor. our regular programming first before we get into <laughs> yeah. special talk.
1: I didn't think it was like that. I I thought it was kind of like similar to last week.
0: Yeah, it was an okay episode. I honestly, here's something I thought during this week. I was like, if I'm on this new iteration, this new school survivor, I'm not even going to go for the fucking Immunity Idol. It's too much work. There's too much downside. I think it's a pain in the ass, actually. It's like uh, maybe yeah. you'll have safety, but you might have to give up your vote, and you have to read this stupid thing at every <laughs> competition, and you have to do all this other stuff. I I just don't think it's worth it. I think it's well, lame.
1: Mike ha- well Mike hacked it a little bit. He didn't read it. I guess you don't you don't have to say it out loud. So he wasn't saying that stupid thing every every week. And I don't know if they're going to do that again because people nobody people in forty two never saw forty one when it happened. So it was a very fresh twist to them if you're on season 43 and every week someone's like boy the sky is purple and my grandma (laughs) likes to eat her knickers i'm like what the fuck will you (laughs) have an idol
0: (laughs) (laughs) obviously yeah but i just uh, it's like you we have to follow them to go find the stupid thing then they all have to read this thing
1: I, i hate it I respectfully disagree with you. Okay. I think having an idol is an incredibly powerful thing to have in the game. Because mm. people either target you to people either target you to get you to flush out the idol, or they just never target you at all. Then all of a sudden you're in the final five. I think it's a waste. I think we need to snip snip.
0: Cut the idol.
1: <laughs> vast <laughs> deference on that. <laughs>
0: Here's something Here's some character development. She went from America's sweetheart to to America's to enemy number one, Marianne. Marianne, yeah.
1: Women, am I right? Can't live with them. Can't live without them. That's how Jonathan feels on the whatever tribe.
0: Everyone, this episode said Marianne's getting really annoying, huh? So what happened is Jonathan's chopping something and Marianne walks over and I guess he like chops a piece of wood that happens to be touching her feet. That's what it looked like to me. And he and he's like, she's like, "Ow, you hurt me so much. And he's like, well, don't stand there when I'm chopping this wood. And she's like, it's my workstation.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Just walking back and forth. while A man has a machete. All that is my workstation.
0: Yeah, it. It was really weird. I actually, listen, maybe I'm a sucker, but I was like, when he was explaining, I'm 6'4, 200 pounds, I'm not allowed to get mad at anyone because yeah. it will be very, it will not come across well. I did feel kind of bad for him because she was being annoying.
1: Yeah. And it's like, she's been talking nonstop. It's like, you're not sleeping. It's. 65 degrees out, which is like nice, but like at night you're trying to sleep, it's too cold, it's yeah. raining, you're not eating. And she's just like, Okay, so the third time I went to Disneyland, we went on the Indiana Jones ride, but which I didn't go on the second time. And then yeah. I'm like, Okay, sh- well, shut the fuck up. Well, also, and I yeah. could imagine just totally blowing up at a person over something completely silly. And like, you would have, like, the right answer is just to be like, Oh, I'm so sorry, I almost hit your foot. I totally got that. My bad. You're hundred percent right. right. Yeah. I won't do that next time. Yeah. But he hasn't been eating. She's been talking like. A hundred percent. That's the thing.
0: You know. That's the thing is like, we all know, we've all had those moments where we know the right thing to do to make this stop is to just be like, you're right. I'm sorry. Men. Let's move on.
1: Men. Take a hint.
0: <laughs> sure. Learn it. Learn you know, it. It's a superpower. <laughs> but sometimes you just, you want to fight or you want to be yeah. like, no, I'm right. Yeah. You're wrong. Don't, and then something like your this happens. In my machete area. <laughs>
1: yeah. For your own damn safety.
0: Yeah. So they all. So. <gasps> Ooh,
1: yes. And my bet, the favorite part, there's a DR. I'm just going to mm-hmm. call it a DR with her. And she's like, I hope he knows pride is a deadly sin.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, saw that. When she, she says, says it him in like Such a
1: funny way. It's like, yes. oh my God.
0: So she's public enemy number one over at her tribe. And then over at the green tribe. Um, I'm pretty sure the green tribe Daniel is swimming up a storm with that bum shoulder and everyone is catching wise
1: <laughs> yeah because every time the, <laughs> he's like me doing football drills oh <laughs> uh, no, I, no can't. I can't I, I can't I have a hammy right now <laughs> yeah
0: exactly I kind of loved it though that he was like oh I love to swim it's good for the mind good for the body that gets to the competition he's like I'm injured can't do it gotta sit <laughs> out bye <laughs> appreciate it and you know what he called it last week he was like jeff i'm not gonna win this game and you know what he's not gonna win this game goodbye daniel
1: yeah i i really liked this week how it started off with like check in with every every uh every tribe and man they're not doing good <laughs> right yeah. now because then on the blue tribe uh everyone's like man rox roy is like just not not aware. And Rockstar even says, I'm not picking up social cues. My social game is not very good. He yeah. is just like, he is like public enemy. But they just keep like, getting a very respectable second place in every competition. Yeah. <laughs> so they can't vote him out.
0: <laughs> I know. They're, they're never going to compete with Jonathan like one-to-one, but they can yeah. at least not come in last.
1: Um, how did you feel about um, Mike so Mike was was kind of holding on to the idol he wasn't saying his like whatever his limerick about soccer or whatever yeah. the hell the the yeah. activation phrase was um he's like I'm not going to use it we're I I think that was like a really smart decision at first to be like let's break the game here let's use the rules to our benefit yeah yeah Let's know who the other two people are who have the idols. And then only us will know who has the secret, who has a secret idol. Let's just hang on and not activate it until the end. And then in the shining lights of the moment, and the uh, Mike hears both phrases and he just says his as well and activates it. So now everybody kind of knows, everyone knows who has Everyone knows. idols for the most part. Right. I would say War probably doesn't know.
0: <laughs> My man Rockstroy is <laughs> too busy telling people how to what to do. Um, what do I think about it? I thought it was yeah good in theory, but didn't happen in practice. So too bad, so sad. <laughs> what I more was interested in was how they were all begging Jeff for food, and Jeff was so happy to be like <laughs> the reward this week is a delicious tarp. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, please, Jeff. We're hungry. Feed <laughs> us. And they, and he was just like, clearly so happy that it wasn't food. Or, um, that tickled me pink. They're hungry over there.
1: They are. I, uh, I, not, not for me.
0: I didn't find um, the rest of the episode. I was sort of like Lydia's because they gave Lydia a little bit of a light this episode on her walk on her journey to the Mountain where she's talking about her body image. I was like, all right, this is fine, <laughs> it's not like the most exciting backstory. And then, and then the tribal with like Chanel versus Daniel round two, I again was not that into.
1: So, I, I thought it was just fine, was, it was all that fine. was weird though, because it was two for Chanel, two for Dan, one and for one Mike. for Mike. Yeah, which was I don't know if you fast forwarded to the credits, that was Chanel.
0: Yeah, I knew, I saw. I assume Wha- it's going to be like how I I think that next week they're going to spend like 20 minutes explaining.
1: It's just like you had the numbers to just get Mike out. Like, you don't know what's going to happen when you get to a tie. Yeah. Like, maybe they'll all vote, vote against you. Like, that was just weird. She had the numbers on the first vote on the first go around. It could have just been three to two if she had not voted for Mike. First. And now Mike is like, why did you vote against me? Like, I don't know. Yeah, I didn't totally see that as... um a great move.
0: No, I, I don't either, but I, like, I don't know if there was a strategy behind it to make it <laughs> we'll so that it was, because <laughs> there's, a, listen, Survivor is so on another level strategy-wise right, <laughs> with all these talking twists and taking all these little um, variants into consideration that I... I don't know what they're talking about half the time. (laughs) So that's what I'm anticipating is that next week she'll be like, I wanted to vote for Mike so that there'd be a tie so that there'd be a tie break so that one would have to build fire. So that blah." like, I don't even know something.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Pure, um, pure survivor stuff. I did. My, my one thing was, um, when Lydia and Roxbury go on their, the little trip up the mountain, um, wouldn't say wouldn't say they got the best use out of um out of like the opportunity to kind of converse with someone from an, op- an no. opposing tribe and it's a flashback to earlier in the episode where Roxbury's is like I'm not good at picking up social <laughs> cues and and Lydia's like who are you close with on your tribe and he's like who is close <laughs> with anybody he's just like, so bad it's like oh my god you have this opportunity to to especially Lydia. like you're like a week or two away from the merge. Like you really have an opportunity here to start paving your own kind of individual game here. The tribes are all going to disintegrate and it's just like Roxroy is no. like He
0: looks in the face of that and he spits. He says "Pui pui."
1: Hey, I should come over to your tribe and tell everybody how to sweep and uh, tie <laughs> knots and <laughs> yell at everybody.
0: Tell I them love to tie it. their shoes correctly. I love it, Daddy Roxroy. Um, yeah. All right. Okay, here are we go. Are you ready? Here we go. Are you ready? It's Here's time. the show. Listen, it's time. Everyone every week at this time of year has to listen to me talk in these episodes about how confused I am about Big Brother gameplay and Survivor gameplay. Now, let me talk to you about a show that is as clear as day, doesn't really need any <laughs> explanation, is not I, confusing whatsoever.
1: <laughs> You've mentioned this show to me like 20 times in the last week, and I haven't even been interested enough to even Google it to look at a trailer, to anything, to even go on Netflix and see. I right now just Googled it and I saw the full title of the show and I know exactly (laughs) what the stakes are of this show. So Danielle, the four
0: Please. So this show is called The Ultimatum, marry or move on. (laughs) It's on Netflix and it's about six couples. I think it's six or maybe it's four. It's about these couples who one person in the relationship wants to get married and the other one does not for whatever reason. And sometimes it's the girl. It's all heterosexual couples. Sometimes it's the girl in the relationship. Sometimes it's the man. So, for example, there's a guy named Colby who really wants to marry his girlfriend and get and have kids. And she doesn't want to do that. She's not ready for that. So he's issuing her the ultimatum. Then there's another girl who, Alexis, who's like, things are all good. I want to get married. Why can't he commit? She's also issuing him the ultimatum. But so here's what's so fucking crazy about this show, okay? It's only these limited couples. I think it's four. It's hard to keep them all straight. But they go, they issue the ultimatum, and then they meet each other. They all meet each other at dinner, right? Or They have mixers. They have to, the move on part is like, you have to move on with one of these other people. (laughs) (laughs) So like, so it's like, okay, you're not going to marry. If you don't want to marry me, the person you have to in- date
1: one of these four other people <laughs>
0: yes <laughs> so they That's have to crazy. choose it is so crazy so they have to choose from this very limited selection it's not like I also watched Temptation Island recently no,
1: we're, we're aware
0: <laughs> <laughs> we're like they're offered an absolute bevy of young hot singles to choose from but oh, yeah. they're like oh you want to cheat on your partner here's a bunch of options no
1: it's Temptation Island baby <laughs>
0: this is not temptation island this is it's truly just like hey you know what i didn't want to marry this loser you want him (laughs) like that's that's what it is (laughs)
1: because my first instinct is if you've gotten as far as the ultimatum it's over. The answer is move on.
0: A hundred percent. But guess what? In the first fucking but episode, maybe just, there's like
1: only some like dopes there. It's like, oh, I don't want to move on with these.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's idiots. the thing. And that's the thing. You're competing even at, at best, you know, you've been in a relationship. They're all long-term relationships. Yeah. So at least you have a level of comfort with these people. Right? So you're being asked, like, not only you can't marry me or we can't be together, but you have to go be with one of these other losers and form a connection after two days and you have to go be with them now.
1: Enough, Yeah, enough to break up like a three, four or five year relationship or yeah. something like that.
0: But here's the thing. The second episode, Brett, two of the guys are like, actually, you're right. I don't want to be with any of these women. So I'm going to propose to you. <laughs> so oh, they, my it God. Works. Oh it my works. God. It works. It works. <laughs> oh no okay so not only does it work someone and the reason i'm getting into the details here is because someone asked wait let me bring up the because we got some we got a lot of cues and comments on the ultimatum, ultimatum. Oh, okay man. um and this was from uh, darn where is it i gotta look at
1: mentions is it stephanie donaldson
0: no, but I will get to that. Okay. okay, it's from it's from Miles. So excited for this! We need this chaotic choice ceremony detail <laughs> on the pod. So the choice ceremony is where the couples go down in a line and they oh all say God. who, other than the person their their original spouse, who they'd like to now be in a relationship with. <laughs> okay. So does that happen? So as Everyone they're doing has it,
1: to as stay, in, do they have to say, "Oh, I'm going to stay with you," or "I want to go with like." What they're
0: supposed to do is they're all supposed to say, okay, here's who I'm going to go experiment with. But instead, what happens (laughs) is, (laughs) instead, what happens is two of the guys are like, I don't want to experiment with any of these girls. I'd rather just marry you. So two of the guys propose at the choice ceremony. Okay. But so that's not even the craziest part though. So they do that and everyone's like, oh, yay, applause. But then one of the girls who doesn't get proposed to, who's still part of the choice ceremony gets so mad and she starts yelling at them <laughs> she's like that's not what this show is you're supposed to pick one of us <laughs> like she gets so mad and she, she goes wanted to rant. get
1: picked by she wanted to Probably. lose her boyfriend and she wanted to get picked by one of these hot guys
0: yeah i'm pretty sure that's what i think she picked one of them and they're like oh no <laughs> i want to marry my old girlfriend sorry but she gets so mad and she calls out everyone she's like like that you guys are making a mockery of this show. Like, that's not what we all signed up for. Blah, blah, blah. She just goes nuts. And that's sort of how the episode ends. And guess who hosts this fucking show? Nick Lachey. (laughs) Nick Lachey and Vanessa Lachey. They host The Love is Blind, too. Why do they have a fucking overall deal with Netflix and I don't?
1: because you're in Canada
0: and they also Nick Lachey and Vanessa try to like make I don't know if this was their idea like they pitched this and our producers on the show too but they're like we have also dealt with this in our lives like Vanessa had to issue me an ultimatum <laughs> as if this is a normal healthy thing it's the most insane no, thing
1: yeah whenever I get an ultimatum I'm like I'm out not that I've yeah, had any but I just the... can't ima- I can't imagine myself ever like
0: that is the normal human reaction.
1: Like, no.
0: Well, they give Nick Cliche a line at one point when he's doing like hosting things where he's like, Ultimatums, psychiatrists say they're not good for you. And yet here we are on this show. <laughs> <laughs> but he has to like, because he has to make it like, make it okay that we're doing this show. Like, psychiatrists say that ultimatums are not good for healthy relationships.
1: But what if they were? <laughs> That's why we have this show. <laughs> but I'm getting paid today.
0: <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. So, so then the two people who get married are like, all right, cool. Goodbye. They're out. Yeah. Or two couples rather. But it leaves all these other sad couples. And at first you're sort of like, oh, these people seem nice. Like, why wouldn't, why wouldn't this girl want to marry this guy? He seems like cute and he's really into her. But then that's the thing. As the show goes on, you're like, oh, yeah, I wouldn't want to marry any of these fucking people. They all suck. None of them should be together. <laughs> like They're <laughs> all horrible. They all need to go grow up. They're all 25, too, by the way.
1: Oh, the most mature age. <laughs> As an outside viewer. Yeah. I have a I have my producerial pitch, my thoughts for season two Please. of the ultimatum. Ultimatum. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <Nominees>. <laughs> um, there has to be. There have to. We have to combine it with, with Temptation Island. There have to be sing. There have to be. You can't. There sexy have to be singles. singles there. There have to be sexy singles there. <laughs> yeah, I know. Not you just like. You can't just be like, oh well, yeah. You have to leave, but you can only leave for one of these like three people.
0: Oh, it's that's so. Like, but that's kind of the magic because it's like. It's such a limited
1: selection. I, the, the, the selection is so limited. What you want to see is you want to see someone get dumped for a hot <laughs> bimbo or himbo. That's what you want to see.
0: Well, they kind so of are because they're all 25.
1: I know, but I know that. But if there's only like, okay, well, if two people all go get married, then there's only... you're And you're in one of the other couples. There's only three other couples left to choose from. Wait, so but- it's not... There's just... You need... There needs to be option. There needs to be a reason. There needs to be a reason.
0: There's another For part someone to
1: leave. For like, there's just, there's singles a hanging out. reason for the
0: season. Okay. Yeah. But hey, wait, there's another part. So they also make all the girls and all the guys hang out together mm-hmm. <laughs> as if they are friends. And talk about each other's former, sus, former boyfriend girlfriends who are now their boyfriend girlfriends. Oh my God. And they have to sit through it together. <laughs> So, like, it'll be like, yeah, now that I'm with Josh, I'm so much happier. Now that I'm with your boyfriend, like, it's so, it's so deranged. And okay, let me just get to Stephanie's question thoughts on everyone on the ultimatum. I don't think we can get to everyone because it'll just be too painful for Brett. But Madeline seemed like she was so excited at the chance to date other men. And as the show progresses, I can see why. So just really quick, Madeline is dating this guy named Colby. He's the one who at first I was like, oh, he's really cute. I don't know why she doesn't want to marry him. Colby. I don't know if he's Christian, but...
1: your name is Colby, you are... (laughs)
0: I'm getting strong. As the episodes go by, I'm like, oh, this guy's insane. He probably wants to like lock her in the house and impregnate her constantly. No. (laughs) And like just not let her have a job or any friends anymore. That's we need to
1: see we need to see everybody's apartments.
0: Oh, you do? No. Okay. They they have to move in together with their new
1: boyfriend. Like at a like at a villa in Mexico or like into their own. They're real apartments. Okay. They don't get to wanna, take a trip. I just want to see, like, I just want to see, like, all right, well, is this guy just have, like, crusty socks all over the floor? Like, I wouldn't marry him either, you know? No,
0: we get to see. We get to see. And we get to see into their souls. And the truth is, they all just are not good. So they should not be together. And then at one point... Okay, last thing. At one
1: point... <laughs> you can go all, all you want. I'm never going to watch this.
0: This one of the guys who was issued the ultimatum. So he got brought on the show, right? His girlfriend brings him on this show to issue him the ultimatum. And he goes along with it and he gets hooked up with this, with Madeline, actually, this blonde girl. And they, I guess, hit it off and have a little smooch off camera. And he tells his former girlfriend that this happened. And she gets incredibly mad at him. And she's like, you shouldn't be doing that. And he's like, wait, but we're on this show. You brought me on this show because you wanted me to have the ultimatum and you're off with another guy and now I'm with this girl and we're supposed to do what couples do. And she's like, no, you're not allowed to do that. And he just, she just gets so mad at him and he's like, I don't understand. I'm doing what you wanted me to do on this show, isn't it? And she's (laughs) like, no, you are not supposed to do that. You're supposed to sit in a corner. She literally says to him, I want you to sit in a corner and be sad and alone. (laughs) And he's like, well, I'm sorry, I'm not gonna do that. And I think the the lesson there is you're not getting married, so it's time to move on.
1: I yeah. Oh, it's time for me to move on okay. from this conversation. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Wait, there is there's just one- like a
1: really deranged like personality type who wants to be on like romantic like reality shows.
0: Oh no, it's it's they're all crazy. Speaking of crazy, one really quick from Stephanie Donaldson as well. Thoughts on Benefit 2.0 engagement?
1: Many people sent this yeah, to us. Yeah, Miles
0: sent this in to us as well.
1: Many people.
0: <laughs> Many people are talking <laughs> about it.
1: <laughs> um, so, were they engaged or married the first time?
0: They were just engaged. They never got married. Okay. And I saw the new ring he gave her. Wow, it's green. It's beautiful.
1: Emeralds. I have a pitch. Yeah. Ultimatum season 2. <laughs> they're in the pool. Ben and Jen. They're in the de- they're in the pool I of people it. who like you could be like I want to actually I don't want to get married to you. I would like to get married to Ben Affleck.
0: I think the show could benefit from like some older divorcee
1: energy. Ooh, that's sad. <laughs> 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 I want to see like I, I want to see a like older divorcee bachelor or bachelorette season. Mm. I think they didn't, they do like a, would you marry my dad or something like that?
0: Yeah, oh, I'm sure they have. There was also that really, really actually very good show that was called, I forget what it's called, but it was when Netflix was first getting into reality where it was just showing couples on first dates and they showed like older couples mm. dating after like being widowed or whatever. It was what about actually the one very
1: good. What about the one where they're dressed as like tigers and aliens?
0: <laughs> what the hell <laughs> you don't know about
1: that one? Oh. it's called dating in the wild or date uh, yes, blind yes, yes. wild where they they wear special effects makeup and they yes. go on a blind date
0: no I totally know what you're talking about but it doesn't I guess it wasn't a big hit because I don't think it's
1: no I think love is blind love is blind which is the same exact thing yeah but more intense and more psychotic right I Good think if. I think took it the oxygen from that
0: yeah hey fair enough um Finally, should we end on licorice pizza?
1: Yeah, give me your licorice pizza thoughts uh, three months, four months late.
0: So, I, I, it felt to me like um, PTA's Dazed and Confused. Sure. Yeah. I like, and I love Dazed and Confused, actually. You thought I was going to hate it. You thought I was going to hate this film and shit. Cause all you're over gonna, it. Well, you're going
1: to, well, because all the, all the Gen Zers hate this movie because they're
0: like, oh, I don't hate it.
1: I like, it's liked- abusive relationship. Uh, Oh, I guess. She shows him her boobs. (laughs) Because he's 16 and she's 25.
0: Yeah, and she shows him her boobs. Whatever. <laughs> I don't know. My whole take Some from movie this movie is like, things out. were different in the 70s. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, things were different it. in the 70s. That's whatever. The That's the lesson of this movie. That's the lesson of Jason Confused. It's just like things are groovy. No no problem. Don't worry about it. Things are different in the 70s. Seven, 16-year-olds could open waterbed shops. Don't think about it too hard. <laughs> like, it's not.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's like an entrepreneur. He's like business partners with his mom like who's not really a parent. Like, what? But whatever, man, they're just hanging out. I thought it everyone's was...
0: just hanging out. Exactly. And so that's kind of like a nice, easy thing to watch. And I also, here's one thing I absolutely love about PTA. I, I love about any filmmaker or artist who does this for me. I love when I'm like, I really don't know what to expect is happening, is going to happen next. Like, he gets arrested at one point and for no reason and gets let, let go immediately. And it's never spoken of again. It's not a big deal. And it's just great. I'm like, what the hell is going to happen? Then fucking Bradley Cooper shows up and he's married to Barbara Streisand. I, I don't I never know what's going to happen next in a PTA film. And I love that.
1: That's what this movie is. It's just like a series of like shit that happens to, this, <laughs> yeah. to these people. And it's like, all right. And then it ends. And the movie could have ended 45 minutes earlier and would have been the exact same movie.
0: Yeah. But it's just, you know, it's like a hot summer night and school's yeah. out and you want something to watch. Watch Days and Confused or watch this. You're going to have a nice little time. So there you go. I didn't have that big of an issue. I was like, I was like, why is everyone so horny for hame? Just because Oh uh, yeah. it was uh, an abundance of horniness. But then I reminded myself it's the 70s, baby. Yeah. And not to say, I, I think she's very cute. It's nothing to, not to slag against her. I was just like, the men are so lascivious. Is that the right word? But they're just so over the top. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, it's the 70s.
1: Uh, quick Heim sister ranking mm-hmm. from you.
0: Well, here's the thing. Now I'm going to get controversial.
1: <laughs> not into Heim.
0: I don't like Heim. I think their music like- is boring.
1: Oh, see, and and I think like whatever song you made me listen to like a year ago or whatever,
0: Lizzo? Was it yeah. Lizzo?
1: <laughs> whatever. It's like I think it it's was. just like yeah, it was like it was Lizzo or whatever. Lizzo Rules. Like, I'm I'm so happy for her. But like I don't know. Like I think pop I think like contemporary pop music is like really boring and yeah. it's just like it sounds like nothing. It sounds like static. It's
0: That's like, what Haim sounds like to me. And I remember when Haim first came out, they came out and then Lord came out and I was like, oh, it sucks to be Haim because Lord is way no. better.
1: <laughs> and you know what? And you know what, years later, you know who's on top? Haim is. Haim is Lord not is not on like top. Lorde is like done. Haim is playing at the Hollywood Bowl Lord in a couple is weeks. is young.
0: She's still got a couple albums left in her.
1: Lord is, has a career change ahead of her. In <laughs> well, fucking Haim seven years, did. there's gonna be like, what happened to Lord? She teaches pottery now in New Zealand. <laughs>
0: whatever whatever Haim already did they all had to act in this movie because they couldn't pay the am, bills with their music
1: <laughs> I am gutted <laughs> I am gutted because in a couple weeks I'm going to be out of town when Haim and Waxahachie are going to be at the Hollywood Bowl and it was going to be like Breddy's night of like listening to uh, his sad girl listen to his girls jams like it was just like my all girls. my favorite if Jenny Lewis were there and Courtney Barnett it would be like oh my god all my, all my women are here yeah all my ladies I'm tonight. I'm so sad. Yeah, I know. So
0: I'm so sorry, but anyway, I give I I give licorice pizza. You know, a warm a warm thumbs up.
1: Good. That's exactly <laughs> the right answer. Um, I, I didn't even I didn't love it. Like I actually rewatched it recently. It it's, it's just I, nice. I, it's nice. It doesn't really it doesn't super hold up. It's just like very ephemeral. Like, I can't wait till it's on cable and I could just watch. 20 minutes
0: of it. I'm telling you, that's the thing. It's like Days and Confused where when you watch it, you're like, oh, this is nice, but it's never going to blow your mind. (laughs) It's not like, (laughs) but there's something to a movie that is just nice and has that rewatch, rewatchability factor. For sure. Um, Okay. I think we got to all of our questions and comments. So thank you all for sending those in. You can always send them in at HeyJulieBB on Twitter. Hey Julie, big brother at gmail.com. And you know, Brett's not gonna watch the ultimatum, but that's clearly nope. what our listeners are actually watching. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so keep sending me. I'm manning the Twitter a lot. So please <laughs> send me your ultimatum takes and thoughts. I see the
1: little like blue bubble. It's like, oh, we got a, we got an app. Somewhere. <laughs> oh, right. oh god. More ultimatum questions.
0: Um everyone have a wonderful week. Bye Arissa.
1: Hang tough, everybody. (laughs) Bye (laughs) Arissa.